Yep. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. I feel the need for need for speed. Ow! Good morning, Vietnam! What country are you from? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? We love some movie characters, and sometimes the best way to get into the characters we love most is to dig deep into their motives, their calling, their sense of self, talk about what they really want. This is movie typing where we select, engage, and unveil the intentions and drive of the greatest characters on film. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and personality typing expert. Hello. My man. What's up? We're talking Avengers and mistyping. Yep. Uh, dear listener, just in case you have yet to type yourself, we do suggest you jumping over to the Start Here podcast. It is linked in the show notes. This is our tool for finding your Enneagram type, and it'll give you some vocabulary for following our discussion here. Also, when we do pop culture stuff, TJ and I are going to go our separate ways. We're going to make long lists, so it might be female rock anthems. It might be heroes in this in uh, 80s movies. Today, it's Avengers. We're going to go our separate ways, make a list. We're going to go through each of the types. If we agree, we're going to talk about what we saw in those characters or songs that made us think that this was a certain type. But today, with the mistypes... We have punted a handful of these down the road, and uh, we're going to discuss why we saw a certain type in the motivations that the screenwriters were trying to communicate through the characters and through the movies. One of the great things about great screenwriting, like we see in the Avengers films, is that we are able to see the motivations in these characters and it's and it's exposed and it's part of the language and you can see the character arc and that's part of who they are so it's almost like their glasses their enneagram type should be if if you do the detective work really out there in front for us to see so that we can get into the stories so today we're going to go through our list and we have about what well, we have about 10 people too uh, I also want to just remind everyone, this is exclusively the characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as presided over by the great Kevin Feige. We didn't read the comic books. We didn't talk about the TV shows. This is about the movies that feature the Avengers characters. We're going to do the big fat list at the end. So yep. waiting for that. But to start, we're going to jump in with uh, Black Panther, who was briefly mentioned last time, which we both had trouble with, but it's a good place, I think, for us to start. Yeah. I think the difficulty comes in that a character like Iron Man has nine movies. Mm. A character like T'Challa has three right now. Yeah, and in, in some of those, T'Challa's a is for for the most part a secondary character right in looking at things myself i i placed him as a one and 
with an asterisk because Jeff types everyone as a one. <laughs> this, this, is, this is true. Uh, but you know what? There might just be a lot of ones in the world. That's totally possible. <laughs> or in the MCU, at least. Anything that strikes you with this character off the top of your head, like when you hear that one, three, six, mm-hmm. these are possible types. Ones being more uh, improvers, mm-hmm. threes wanting um, to feel successful, appear successful, and sixes wanting security. Anything strike you with this character? Uh, right away, I'm I'm less convinced of three because he doesn't seem to need the attention that I see most threes having. Our other big three from our lists is Tony Stark, and Tony Stark is all his whole life is about getting someone else's attention, and um, I don't see that that much in T'Challa. Uh, uh, I'm more inclined to think one or six. Um, partly because of his loyalty to his people and the the way that he is um, striving to do the best that can be done for the good of everyone in his in the people that he is serving as their king yeah that's what hit me as well there is something about the conversation that is taking place in this movie about black culture and about how do we respond to the past and how do we move into the future? Is it we are going to be filled with vengeance and we need to stick our chests out and overcome those who have hurt us in the past? Um, We need to be stronger. Or is it going to be something different? It seems to me that the T'Challa character represents a we have as a culture as a people something incredibly valuable to offer and we are self-confident and we are postured in a way that is bringing the goodness that we know we have in our in our hearts and history into the world and he does that with confidence but he also does that with a revolt like we have been um withdrawn for too long and now it's time to engage and engage powerfully so you see this in one of the quotes you are wrong all of you are wrong to turn your backs on the rest of the world we let the fear of our discovery stop us from doing what is right no more I cannot Stay here with you. I cannot rest. While he sits on the throne, he is a monster of our own making. I must take the mantle back. I must. I must right these wrongs. And there's a motivation that comes forth there. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's almost a calling. Yeah. He's gone into that place of death. What? Who are you supposed to be? I must right these wrongs. Yeah. So at least a strong sense of justice yeah. at place there. His story arc in the movie ends up being culminating with him at the UN standing in front of everyone saying, we are going to share our technology with the world mm-hmm. because he had overseen a culture a society that was very protective and didn't want 
to engage the outer world. Mm -hmm. Is that a one move to say, I'm going to move forward in, and help all the other people? Yeah, I think so. I, I think that um, the, the sort of holding back of um, the things that can make the world better is, is a, either unhealthy or a non-one kind of move yeah and so it, given given the argument let's saying that he is a one this is this is him embracing his his real sense of of uh wanting to make the world a better place we have these resources to share and we are going to make the world better the thing that is hitting me here is that eights, eights who are the challenger when secure, push towards this very helpful um, side of themselves mm -hmm. and it's still a very justice-based thing. Mm -hmm. And when I was looking at the eights and the ones are the things that kind of went back and forth. But listen to the the last line of that movie in which this strikes me as the type of language that one would have. Wakanda will no longer watch from the shadows. We cannot. We must not. We will work to be an example of how we as brothers and sisters on this earth should treat each other. Now more than ever, the illusions of division threaten our very existence. We all know the truth. More connects us than separates us. But in times of crisis, the wise build bridges, while the foolish build barriers. We must find a way to look after one another as if we were one single tribe. It feels really idealistic yeah, to me. Same. Um, which is ones, fours, and sevens all have that idealistic side. But here in particular with ones, ones want what is good, yeah. not only for themselves, but are almost evangelistic at times mm -hmm. with um, spreading goodness to others. Yeah. Well, in the um, arguing against eight, um, th that eight movement towards security has has more to do with taking care of the underdog, mm. whereas this seems about making everyone's life better. Yeah, uh, we're sharing our resources to make everything better. Yeah, uh, and then like thinking about the same idea from a six, the um, I don't see a six being as interested in drawing the spotlight to themselves mm -hmm. um even in those the healthiest places uh the this sort of six energy is still going to be a, a lot more focused on wakanda and um i there will be some i would see some sharing and and that kind of stuff going on as well but but i think um i think t'challa's dad represents sixness more than t'challa does yeah yeah, that's a, I think that's a good move. There is a, and this may be part of the hero's journey. T'Challa ends up reacting to what he learns from mm -hmm. Killmonger. Mm -hmm. It's not just here's the good guy, here's the bad guy. There's a warm front and cold front slamming together and creating a bunch of lightning. Right. He learns something and reacts to it. Right. And that is a very one kind of move that yeah. you are reacting to the world around you especially when it awakens when the world around you awakens your you know your sense of of what is good fair and right and so he does at cost to himself perhaps or even at cost to his his culture and those that he serves say no 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 
this is what's good in the world, and so we're going to advocate. Um, yeah, anything else on on uh, T'Challa? No, I think that's a great... I, I would have said six before this conversation, but I think that I land towards one with him so we're gonna score that for jeff then because right now i'm way behind if (laughs) if you listen to our last podcast we had disagreements about loki vision and thanos and i was wrong on all of them or at least (laughs) in terms of wrong being our our uh dialogue assessment of these characters so moving from ones we're going to go to a potential two or three and that is uh natasha also known as the Black Widow. Widow. Now, I had her as a three. You had her as a two. Um, We are going to have a handful of tools in our discussions at our disposal. Um, But why don't we just both make our case? Like, What what are the two things that you see in her that might um, suggest that her motives come from a place of needing to be needed? So I would draw your attention to the scene in uh, Age of Ultron, uh, where, again, we're at the uh, secret Hawkeye house, and and Banner and Romanoff are, are talking after he just got out of the shower. And there's obvious sexual tension. They're playing into it pretty hard. And he is talking about how um, he can't have a normal life. And she describes her own upbringing and the Red Room where she was trained. and Where I was raised... Um, they have a graduation ceremony. They sterilize you. It's efficient. One less thing to worry about. The one thing that might matter more than a mission. Makes everything easier. Even killing. You still think you're the only monster on the team? The only thing that I could feel in that scene is that this is a woman who feels like she is unlovable. Oh, good. Yeah. I Of all things, so just as a total side note, mm-hmm. I think that's the most controversial line in all of these movies. Yeah. I think that's the one that like people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait, she's a monster because she can't have kids or because she sterilized herself maybe maybe that's it is that it she is a monster because she has done this to her body and now can't i love others i don't think it's about the the kids thing i think this is a this is a misnomer um yeah this this is we're we're focusing on the wrong part she thinks she's a monster because she her life was changed at such an early age to where like it's not about the fact that she can't have kids it's about the fact that she was essentially crafted to never attach to another person oh i see sterilized because if she can't have kids then she'll never be distracted from her life as an assassin yeah but now your point is that she in her deepest self, however, mm-hmm. because of that as her past, because she has has been not only physically altered but but mentally trained and and like put into this kind of 
persona where she her life is designed to where she does not get to spend it with another person. Yeah. She does not get to experience love in that way. Mm. Anything else on her motives that pops for you? Uh, that that was the one thing is like I I stopped thinking about it after I <laughs> realized that connection. The, like that she feels unlovable. I think she's definitely a heart type. Mm-hmm. She's very much a. Um, I think her arc out of shame is a huge part. Mm-hmm. So there's that scene yep. of feeling shame. There's the scene with her in front of Loki. I won't tell you now. It's really not that complicated. I got red in my ledger. I'd like to wipe it out. Can you? Can you wipe out that much red? Um, there is this movement away from shame. The things that hit me for her as a three is first, it seems like we did this with the deadly sins, but she seems to struggle with deceit, or at Mm. least that's like her entire vocation is how can I deceive? So there's a great line in, um, in the winter soldier where Steve Rogers says, what's in the jump drive. And she says, I don't know. And he says, stop lying. And she says, I only act like I know everything Rogers and the acting, the putting forth a face actually seems to be a strong part of just her character personality and how she navigates in the world. There is another thing, and this is completely selfish and selfish, uh, autobiographical. I don't know what you would call this. My (laughs) wife makes exactly the same sorts of jokes Mm, as this character. And so she pulls up in her black Corvette. She looks over at Steve Rogers and she says, Hey, fellas. Either one of you know where the Smithsonian is? I'm here to pick up a fossil. It's hilarious. Which is entirely sort of the sort of dig that I receive fairly regularly. Oh, I'm sure. like, oh, I know this. Yeah. There's another one where she's she's at the the house with uh, at Hawkeye's house, in which um, she's talking to Hawkeye's wife, whose mm-hmm. name I don't know off the top of my head. Um, and Hawkeye's wife is pregnant. Yeah. And she looks down at her belly and says little Natasha. Yeah. And the wife says, uh, she's a Nathaniel. Yeah. And and Natasha looks at her belly and says, traitor. Right. The desire to be affirmed by somebody naming their kid after you Mm -hmm. is a gold star of the highest order. Sure. And, And there is an aggressive posture here of, Hey, you should really consider naming your kid. Yeah. Little, you know, little Natasha. Yeah. You could also say that having someone name their kid after you is a reflection of how important you are to them from a two motivation. This is true as well. Yeah. But I'm telling you that these are the sorts of jokes that Kelly Cook makes. Sure, yeah. (laughs) I I know twos who make these kinds of jokes too. On the Hulk Natasha side (laughs) of things, there is a scene where she and Banner are together, and it's near the end of uh, Ultron. Yep. And she kisses him says i adore you Mm -hmm. and then she pushes him off a cliff and says but i need the other guy which is a ruthless feeling repressed kind of move in my mind as opposed to the thinking repressed side of a two she seems to know cleanly where she wants to go but the feelings of others sometimes do not calculate in terms of the goals that she has 
Okay, so that was my best argument. <laughs> and it, you can't see this on the podcast, but TJ did pause for a moment there. There was a, a look of, okay, I, I see where you're going. For a split second. For a split second. <laughs> I, I get where you're going. And it's all like everything that I'm thinking of is like, well, yeah, you're right. But it could also be from two. To double down on the anti-two. Yeah. There's a point where Loki in their conversation says, Is this love, Agent Romanoff? Love is for children. I owe him a debt. She's talking about uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. Do two say that? Love is for children. Okay, so, so here's here's one of the parts that, that I... You have to do a little bit of sort of creative... Let me rephrase that. I have to bend a little bit in order to get to stay on the two train is that that she is so good at her job at the thing that she's been trained how to do that is what brings in the deceit the um the lack of love like all of those things but it all still comes back to the idea that she views herself as unlovable yeah for me. That's yeah. good. The I want to go back to that uh, line about uh, the monster line. One, there's a goal-orientedness there. She has embraced this, mm-hmm. the mission. I don't think there's fear there. Mm-hmm. So setting aside the five, six, seven options feels like shame. There is something about this scene in which she gets there and she experiences her own emotions in that space. Mm-hmm. And then she cracks. Sure. The getting in touch with your emotions, finally. Yeah. That seems to me like a three thing. Mm-hmm. I know that twos likewise have a difficult time centering on their own emotion. But it feels like it's more of a, I'm, I've been feeling repressed and now I'm actually exposing the thing that I don't want anyone else to see because mm-hmm. this is failure. Yeah. I'm having a harder and harder time figuring out good arguments against this. So I, I think you're going <laughs> to win this one. <laughs> I'm doing a little dance here. Okay. So we're going to refer to a mistyping chart uh, frequently. This is found in the excellent book, by Chris Heritz. Um, at in the back, he uh, publishes with the permission of pstypes.blogspot.com a mistyping chart, which I use routinely. I referred to it last time, but I do want to go through this real quick because I actually think there's a, a kind of a case for uh, Natasha as a two here. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the twos first and the threes second, and then TJ and I are going to respond. So on the two side, does she give attention or does she grab attention? Oh, that's tricky because it's yep. it's really both. Yep. Here's the thing. So I live with a a, a a three with a very who pushes really strong into her two side, yep. and so I see the man you mistype frequently. I imagine twos and threes probably f- frequently mistype. Sure. When someone really pushes into one of their wings, does she seek intimacy or is she afraid of intimacy? I yeah, I think it's a rejection of both. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I don't think it's either of those things. Does she help others or is she impressed? Uh, does she seek to impress others? I don't think she cares about what other people think about her, except for how it affects her job. Ooh, 
Is that goal oriented? I, I don't think no. I don't think that she needs to impress other people. Yeah. Unless the role that she's playing in order to trick them is needs for them to be impressed by her. Yeah. Like There's, it's it's more about what they need than what than her needing to feel like she impresses people. There's a scene when she's first introduced in Iron Man 2. Tony Stark says, I'm surprised you can keep your mouth shut. Oh, you're good. You are mind-blowingly duplicitous. How do you do it? You just tear things up. You're a triple imposter. I've never seen anything like you. Is there anything real about you? This is like food for a three right here, right? Right. right. Do you even speak Latin? Felicus sunt rerum speciis. Which means, wait, what? What'd you just say? It means you can either drive yourself home or I can have you collected. You're good. That seems like such an aggressive kind of, you know, claim. Sure. And I don't see that coming from a two. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. That might be her early character. And obviously these are different movies by different screenwriters, but impressive. Yeah. Well, it could also be that that she needs to make sure that she makes a mark for Tony. Yeah. Because she knows that she's going to have a future with him. Do twos do that? I, yeah, yeah. The it's um, the idea of the of befriending people. Like you need to make a mark so that you become an important part of that person's life. Right. I like that. Yeah. So Tony is the exact type of person who's going to be attracted to, who's going to be immediately drawn to someone who is physically attractive. Mm-hmm. Win. Mm-hmm. Someone who is um, extremely competent. Mm-hmm. Win. Someone who is surprisingly better than anything you think about them. And she's going yeah. to continually surprise him because that is something that Tony needs Yeah, okay. for someone to be important to him. Oh, I see. See, I I, I think I'd spin all those still on the three motive side. Yeah, that you she, can go both ways. She, so, for example, in that opening scene, there's a, there's a part where she flips happy with her legs. Like she grabs him by her... You know, she grabs his head by her legs and just mm-hmm. does like a pretzel flip, mm-hmm. you know, over. And the feeling repressed, I'm gonna show my boss what I can do. Yeah, that's what that feels like to me, as opposed to the I'm very aware of the feelings of others and I'm reading the room, trying to get a sense of myself side. Yeah, but okay, last last uh, last two here. Uh, is she uh, emotional? Two or composed three. Oh, composed for sure. Oh, really? See, I thought you would go somewhere else. I think that they expose a lot of her emotions, but I think that's them seeking to. Uh, yeah, that's that's part of her uh, a growth. Yeah, is is like I think that when we see her with Banner in Hawkeye's house, yeah, that is a moment of huge growth. She is stepping out in a really big way. This was the hard one for me in terms of twos. Does she get aggressive like twos or become detached like threes? I can see both happening in yeah. different parts. Um I think that's right. I'm 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 also thinking about uh the scene in Endgame where um she's talking to the f- the four holographs and they're talking about how Hawkeye has gone off the rails and like like the amount of effort that she's going into to not break down and just is basically just saying I just want to know where he's going Mm. and like she she, you can see her pulling into herself yeah to control 
the expression of that emotion. Mm. All right. So long story short, though, you were you you did was uh was the argument convincing? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go with three for her. The uh, I but also. I guess we still have to wait for her dang movie to come out. Yeah, because <laughs> she hasn't got even a had one. <laughs> well, we could say thus far. There we go. Yeah. Uh, moving on to four, you had yep. Scarlet Witch one, Wanda Maximoff. Yeah. As a four, so in our f- previous podcast, I said five. All of my notes mm-hmm. say five or really disintegrated eight. Okay. And so this is the one mulligan I want for our list okay. is I'm I after relooking for a moment I I want to argue that she's an eight okay um, I would accept eight sooner than five yeah but I still think she's a four boom all right well let's do it all right what do you see uh, so I see um, particularly from her experience with her um, her brother in Ultron and. Um, the loss of their family and all of the things that that she goes through, you see someone who is very aware of her emotions and and um, involved in feeling and expressing her own emotions in a lot of big ways. That's part of where her power comes from, uh, and and her most expressive. Uh, displays of her power from start to finish. Mm-hmm. The moments where she does the most intense things are out of pure emotion. So I would love to talk about that. This was I was going through uh, Riso and Hudson's fantastic book, um, The Personality Types. Mm-hmm. They have a part near the end um, where they're going through each of the stances. Mm-hmm. And in terms of fours, they say that fours withdraw to protect their feelings. Yeah. Eights um, aggressively assert themselves against others. And I think I wrote down the world. <laughs> oh, their environment. The aggressively asserting yourself against others in the in the environment mm-hmm. seems like a lot of her action scenes mm-hmm. come forth in that way there's no language there but mm-hmm. as opposed to the withdrawing side maybe it's the fighting style that as she seems yeah. more aggressive than withdrawn yeah but i think because she starts on the other side mm-hmm. so so watching her sort of come into being one of the good guys instead of fighting the good guys um I, I think a lot of that has to do more with, with her figuring out who she is than yeah. being a naturally aggressive person. The character arc, I think, is is actually pretty prominent in mm-hmm. this character yeah. from really, really unhealthy, from yeah. traumatic. Yep. I, I think I said that in the last one. I mean, this yeah. is she is a victim of trauma right. in large part, and she's being unleashed. Mm-hmm as she is the reason the civil war starts is she is a weapon of mass destruction that the world can't get its head around. And so it blows up an apartment building and that's why they want to do the accords. The four eight here. Mm -hmm. I mean, so fours and eights. Yeah. This is a place there's a lot of overlap and maybe mistyping. Yeah. So um, this, this is one thing that, that fours and eights share very, very clearly is, is they're both, very concerned with authenticity fours from the place of seeing that that the beauty of 
each individual thing in the world, a thing is beautiful by in and of itself. And fours want everything that's true to be highlighted. Um, so they're very focused on authenticity in that way. Um, and eights, because if you're not true, then you're lying. Um, and like that's, they they're, have no tolerance for liars. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. And anything else that you see with her with on the four side? Sort of um, just just seeing uh, particularly how she is embracing her own sort of emotionality and um, like the guilt that she experiences. So so it's the accords happen in large part like it's launched by her blowing up this apartment building, and she absolutely blames herself in a way that is shameful and almost self-destructive yeah is there a melancholy that is experienced post blowing up the apartment yeah she immediately like like immediately goes into that place of being just devastated at what she did on the flip side of this there is the vengeance in endgame when she confronts Thanos, she, mm-hmm. Thanos says, I don't even know who you are. And it, she says, you will. Yeah. Or you've taken everything from yeah. me. Yep. And that like her entire posture is, I want to enact revenge on this person. Here it says this about eights, which I thought was worthwhile. Eights are frequently feared in community because of the havoc they wreak. Mm. And there's a blowing up the apartment kind right. of in, you know, in superhero world. Right. Um, the fear is the havoc being unleashed. But with with eights, the havoc that they unleash is 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 they're not usually aware of it. So okay, yeah. So eights being disconnected from that feeling center, they push out aggressively into the world, and when they hurt other people, it's often the case that they don't understand why other people are hurt what what Wanda is going through, what Scarlet Witch experiences is that she is capable of doing things that she doesn't have full control over. Mm-hmm. And she immediately regrets the huge mistakes that she makes. Yeah, I, I think that regret side is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to push uh, one, another way that I'm thinking about her as an eight um, is that she seems really committed to her people, mm-hmm. like an eight would. Sure, she seems to have the the hard, spiky exterior mm-hmm. with a very soft core, mm-hmm. like eights tend to have. Mm-hmm. Um, when Vision offers to sacrifice his life real early in uh, Infinity War, yeah, Infinity War, mm-hmm. she pushes in with control, and she says, "We're not having this conversation." Mm-hmm. Like it seems in eight wood in um, these things are going to be real hard. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to, I'm going to aggressively push into that space Mm -hmm. and say, this is how things are going to be. She doesn't come across like an eight, but Mm -hmm. I think her internal life and her motivation in that way Mm -hmm. comes forth like an eight in those scenes. And I would say that um, that is actually like, she knows where that conversation ends. Mm-hmm. Because she is literally the only one who has the power to destroy that stone. Mm. 
And she knows oh, that if sure. we have this conversation, yeah. the way this ends is whether or not I am the one who's going to do this. And we're not having that conversation. It's I would argue that that is actually a withdrawal Yeah. to say, nope, we're not doing that. Oh, we're not even good. talking about it. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Well, so interestingly, so here we'll wrap up here with uh, with this character. But in the typing chart that Hiritz pr- publishes, mistyping between fours and eights is really infrequent. Mm-hmm. Um, so because fours, are, according to the list, come across as soft, eights come across as tough. Mm-hmm. Where would where does she fall there? Soft. I, I see her as having a tough side, and so and I but I could see why you might. Mm-hmm. That's kind of in the middle there. I see her being naturally sort of a, a softer demeanor in the world, but still an incredibly fierce and capable person. Yeah. 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 Fours are melancholic. Eights are pragmatic. M- she's way more melancholic than pragmatic. <sighs> this is, again, a place where I think her character arc strikes me as thoughtful. Like, she really is playing out the pieces but it's a very internal process. It's not really exposed on the screen. Mm. Anyway, uh, fours are vulnerable. Eights are strong. Uh, they, she's portrayed as both. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, fours indulge in fantasy. Eights take action. Both. I have a neither on that, that <laughs> one. <laughs> fours are filled with self-loathing. Eights are filled with self-confidence. Oh, that's more self-loathing than yeah, confidence. I think you're right there. Fours are uh, express emotion. Eights repress emotion. Oh, she expresses her emotion all over the place. What? All of, watch what? all of the scenes with her. Yeah, she They're seems, all emotion. She seems drawn on that front. Even her her biggest moments are all like when she rips out Ultron's heart. She's doing it through tears. When she confronts Thanos, she's doing it through tears. Like, it's all emotion. That is the best line, by the way. You'll die. I just did. Do you know how it felt? his heart out gosh see this is this is a four eight kind of conversation you don't see this person very often i can totally see a four ripping someone's heart out yeah i can also see an eight ripping someone's heart out but the eight would do it from a place of you are the bad guy who needs to die the four i i'm arguing the four did it from a place of you Uh, took my brother and i'm going to show you what it's like to have your heart ripped out it's not a vengeance like a there is a bloodlust at work in ripping someone's heart out mm-hmm. and showing it to them. Yeah. See, I see it's, it is. It's just right on the edge. <laughs> is she impractical as a four would be or practical like an eight? Pass. Here's the here's the winner for you. Is she refined like a four, or is she rather coarse like oh, an eight? She's so <laughs> refined. <laughs> Not lose. Okay, I'm gonna give you the one. I'm gonna give yes. you that one on that one though. One, um, for, one for three. Is that one, how you say it in the sports? One for one, three. One for three. It's four to two according to the score sheet presently. Okay. Um, I got. I only got. A, I got Black Panther and uh, 
Mm. And then Natasha. Okay, you're talking about all of the ones that we've talked about, oh, not yeah. just the three today so far. Yes. So we're going to cut this discussion in half right here. This is a good place to um, take a break. Uh, you can find all of the links to all of our stuff at aroundthecircle.org. Events that we have, ways to jump into finding your own personality type. And as always, stars, reviews, these are always appreciated and help people find our work. And that's what I got. You got anything else? I got nothing, man. He's TJ Wilson. Especially awesome. I'm Jeff Cook. We'll see you next time. Why so serious? I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. 